I'm doing this in spite of Joshua's wishes. We don't, don't get, get hype. We stay hype. You know it, bro. <laughs> Hashtag always ready, named after Matt Cardona, who like died or something. What happened? What happened? He tore both his biceps. Where's he been? Is he still signed to WWE? Dude, he's on the Indies. He's like a champion of every Indies. He's like FTR. Well, I know, I know Cardona. I'm talking about Mojo. Oh, he's gone. Oh, I would say Cardona is like FTR for like D-list promotions. Yeah. I'm by the piano today. I'm jazzy this morning. Well, it's not even morning. I'm online, so this yeah, morning. it's four o'clock. It's four o'clock. So some of this stuff might be kind of dated when it comes out. I don't know because we're, 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 we're doing something. We're recording stuff because I'm going to Michigan yeah. and Ethan's going to England. British people. They're not real. Don't act like they're real. Yeah, everyone. When Ethan goes there, everyone he encounters will be an a, actor. Will be an actor. I'm actually getting on a plane, and they're just taking me to the space where Wyoming is supposed to be. It's like all the fake countries are just together, and then they LED the planes right. and they drug you. Ohio, Wyoming. Well, no, United o- Kingdom. Ohio is regrettably. I have to say, I'm pretty sure Ohio is regrettably real. I think if we knew, I, I think it, we just wish it yeah. wasn't real. Yeah. So, anyway. Wyoming isn't real, though. Yeah. Joshua's going to the very real place in Michigan. So, yeah. it has militias and everything. Can't have, um, can't have anything in Detroit, you know? Yeah. So. I'm well, not going to Detroit, though. Oh, thank God. I'm glad they'll see you again. You know, this is. If you're going to Detroit, I'd be, like, kissing you goodbye. Like, please come back home to me. This will be my second time in Michigan in over a year. Which is funny, because I'd never been to Michigan ever before. Um. I'm drinking Sprite, so I'm burping. Excuse me. Um, I'm prone to the carbonation burps. Anyway, last year I went to Saugatuck, Michigan, which is like a really small town. Uh, horrible Wi-Fi. That's how small it is. There's no radio mass anywhere. L. And um, there was fishing. I learned how to fish. Now I like fishing. Like, I'm the redneck Illinoisan I am. So true. And, um... I still have my Michigan fishing license, so I'll be going to, I forget how to say it. It's Mackinac, Mackinac Island. Mackinac Island. I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so we're not, like, recording them all at the same day, but just we're recording these, and I forgot to release a couple episodes, so instead of, like, releasing three episodes in a day, we'd rather have a consistent stream of content coming to our loyal zero listeners at the Josh and Ethan show from the guy that's forgotten to upload an episode for three weeks. Yeah. I listen. I, we have, we have two episodes in the can right now. As much as I hate my music fans, one came up today. I love my podcast fans. Well, you forget about them because you forgot to upload, but that doesn't mean I don't love them. It's fine. Listen, did I forget to feed my little sister for like four days? Yes. Does that mean I don't love her? Pianos in front of me are dangerous. I know how to play one song really well. I know how to play one song really well. And then I know some of the Minecraft song, a Sweden, which is the best one, I think. The mic's not going to pick it up. Oh, well. He's doing the... Oh, Dude. my alarm went off. That's so cool. What's the alarm for? Feeding my dog. Anyway. 
I'm not, I'm not home, so I can't feed my dog. Are your dogs pee good? Do you mean, yeah, my, par- my parents probably fed them. But, okay. And if not, like, who cares about them? Yeah. They're just dogs. Stella's just so large, she does not need to eat. Um, like, I'm sorry, but it's true. Um, but yeah. What about Bruce? Bruce, okay, Bruce eats probably more than she does, but he looks like he doesn't eat anything. Really? And he's always hungry. So, so he's like, he's like CM Punk. Kinda, I guess. Mm. He's he's very. I guess he has a very fast metabolism because he's always hungry yeah. and he's really skinny. And, and she doesn't because she's a woman, and women aren't good at athletics. All right, so let's talk about <laughs> Forbidden Door. Okay, so <laughs> I I I don't need to go match by match. Um, not every match needs to be talked. Yeah, about. I'll I'll say first off, like the show. Best wishes, Sam Cole. That match was epic, and I think it would have become even more epic. If he didn't get injured, I thought that it was really cool how Okada kind of got a bit of a segment there where he was killing everyone. Adam Cole and Jay White worked together for a segment. There was a segment in the match for like five minutes where I was watching it, and like I knew that Jay White was probably retaining. We were, I, we were both there, by the way. Yeah, I knew Jay White was probably retained, but like, and I knew he was probably in Pam Cole. But there was a segment there where the Hangman was just hitting Dead Eye, Buckshot, Dead Eye, Buckshot, Moonsault. But I was like. Is this dude just gonna win? Like he's t- like he's just killing yeah. everyone. So it's like everyone kind of got their moment to shine. Obviously, they didn't work to the proper finish. I hope Adam Cole's okay. I hope he's back soon. He rests up. Yeah. So I just wanted to I want to put that out there. In terms of the show, I thought it was good. It just felt like another show. I don't really care about the injury world thing. I just feel like the brawl at the end, like it's it's another show that was like an eight out of ten, and I think it's just upsetting because it could be a ten out of ten. In fact. I have gone upon myself. I am writing 10 weeks of AEW TV. Right now, I'm three weeks in, and I'm going to write all 10 weeks, I've decided, and read them on the air. And Josh will have never heard them before. I I, I didn't even know this idea. He'll he'll have no idea what's going on. I'm announcing this right now. And maybe next time we do a podcast, it's like a week or two from now, he'll know about it. Like, and he'll go in completely cold, and we'll see what he thinks of it. Okay. Obviously, like, I won't be bringing back anyone from injury to make it fair. I also won't be adding in any new injuries because we're already injury crippled. And we, we will not be debuting people. We will not be debuting people. And also, I'm not going to put like how many stars I think each match would be. I'm just going to book and assume that it will be a general amount of quality because I'm going to book quality people. Yeah. But I'm not going to be like, this match will be exactly four and a half stars and then this one's going to be free. Like, no, I can't control that. Obviously, if someone gets hurt. So anyway, I just wanted to hypothetically say like, Tony Khan's doing well, but could he do better? I mean, that's just the vibe I got from the show, you know? We're we're kind of bipolar, like the weather. We're kind of bipolar <laughs> with how we feel about TK, because after Double or Nothing, I absolutely hated the guy. I'm like, what is he doing? Now, for with Forbidden Door, he did make up a lot of stuff. The, he booked the show... I would say leading up to the show, he booked it pretty poorly because like some of those matches were announced the well, rampage he didn't know before. Who he was gonna have. I'll That's true. That. But in terms of how the show was actually booked, I think it was great. In terms of this past dynamite, I think it was great. Um, but I hope that this is like him kind of getting out of his head and going back to how things used to be, where he's looking more towards quality of the show and not so much getting the big pops. Yeah. Jesus Christ. There was one, like, cheap pop. And it wasn't even cheap. I mean, it was deserved. But there was one pop that, like, felt like it wasn't a long build, which was Quadio. 
But yeah. like, I'm cool with that because you need to have some stuff like that. It's just felt recently it's been so much like CM Punk and MJF, and it's like honestly, I love MJF. I want the guy to come back. I don't love the current surrounder again. But I have liked the shows better without CM Punk. Sorry. I you know what? I will say this. I think I agree because it's not the dude's so much. Great. I'm not saying he sucks. Just yeah. he took up he took up so much time, and it's like there's still not enough time to focus on everyone. But like, dude, Pac has a belt now. Now, do I think it's someday in our belt? Yes. But like, Pac might get TV time, which that doesn't happen if CM Punk's around. Which was kind of a swerve because everyone thought like Miro was getting that title. Yeah. Which and I, or I maybe thought. Malachi, but like yeah. Pac winning it was a fun surprise. Yeah. Because Miro will get it at some point. By the belt. way, that that match was okay. It was fine. It would have been so much better if Ishii was actually in there. Okay, it would have been, yes, but I thought they had a great job with getting Clark Connors over. I think... I, I think, think for it was the nice, hand they were dealt, it was really good. I think it was a nice slow build where it was kind of like, oh, Miro's just tossing Connors around. Yeah. And at the end, or he got that table spot, and at the end he had his little moment to shine. That was nice. I still think, though, if they had Ishii in there, it would have been a much better Oh, moment. sure. But I can confidently say on Forbidden Door 2, which was, looks like there will be another one, because the paper you guys came in, it was like 127. I would like to see Court Connors on the show. I can say I confidently. Like, I thought the yeah, guy was good. I think it was fine. Yeah. I think it was fine. Um, what I didn't like about the show... Okay, actually, before we move on to what I didn't like about the show. I, like, Elephant in the Room. Will Ospreay, Orange Cassidy... One of the best matches I've seen in person. I, I was ever. up in the 300 level. And if you guys have ever been to like a show at the United Center, just a wrestling show in general in the 300 level, up there, the people are like, they're just happy to be there. Yeah. And like, they, they'll kind of chat a bit. And there was some funny stuff going around. We were talking about Champa and all that. But we were talking about Bearcat Lee <laughs> during a free show. But some people were like, match of the night when they came out. And one guy had never seen Osprey work up yeah. there. And we were like, dude. Match it, and they thought we were joking because they're like, Orange can go, but like, it's it's orange, you know. Orange we Cassidy like, can, like, he can get the big spots, but like, people don't he, realize how good he is. Yeah, like, he's like, he's utilized mostly for his gimmick, but I think, like, even after this dynamite, I think Tony Khan's gonna be like, All right, let's try to give Orange Cassidy a little bit of his push consistently. By the way, they changed his music. Why? It's his indie music, it's the music he used in the indies. Why? I think they they lost to rights the rights to that Pixie song. But the Pixie song is so much better. I, I yeah, um, the song he had before the Pixie song was awful. It was like a like a yeah. It was like WWE generic, generic superstar. superstar. Number three. Yeah, the best friend song is okay, but I don't think that suits him. No, I thought the Pixie also, one. Also, what was happened great. to like? I'm glad for Chucky e. T's sake, but what happened to Rapongi Vice are back together full time, and the best friends are no longer a thing. Well, on on Dynamite this week. Uh, they were just back. They were back. <laughs> so like Rapongi Vice or Best Friends? I don't know. I, I think, think Rapongi Vice is better. I think Chuck Taylor isn't as sound of wrestlers. Yeah. As, I, uh, I would honestly like keep Chuck as a good hand to do jobs. Do Rocky stuff on YouTube fan shows, but let Trent go solo. Like he's a great single. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um But anyway, yeah. Uh Jungle Boy. No, not Jungle Boy. Oh my god, Orange Cassidy and uh, Will Ospreay was an absolutely incredible match. Probably one of the best matches, I've, if not the best match I've ever seen in person. The only contender to that might be uh, the Steel Cage match with the Bucks and Lucha Brothers. 
or the ladder match between the Bucks and the Lucha Brothers from the first All Out. The I I don't I think I've seen a couple matches better, probably some NXT Takeover stuff. And the one match that I can see off the top of my head, that I know for a fact that was like I don't want to say ten times better, but like it was the first and maybe the only match that I've seen where I knew it was work, but I was like so invested in the finish and i went in kind of split and i ended up hating the bucks by the end of it and i was always like at, at, the, at the beginning i was like i like the hangman okay but i was like jericho has to be the first champ and then like when they put the kenny hangman uh tag team i was like okay put the belts on them and then when they fought the bucks that's when it's like the hangman became my favorite wrestler in one night there yeah because i was like i guess that match was like i love that hangman kenny against the bucks more but outside of that, and maybe a couple like Gargano matches on takeovers, I think the best match I ever seen in person was that Osprey Orange match. It was so good. It was on the level of that Orange and Pac match from Revolution. That was a really good match. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't go to Revolution the first yeah. one. I didn't go to it, which sucks because we were supposed to, but we didn't get tickets last minute. Yeah. No, but Fermindor was good. I liked it. Um, on Dynamite, I do have a couple. I hope Santana's okay. Um, I think the Battle Royal thing's weird. I mean, is Wardlow gonna beat Scorpio? I feel like he is, right? I think he is. I don't think Wardlow should be TNT champion. I think he should be going for the world title I think title he should right be now. going for the world title. I, it feels like they made him a big star, and they were like, but we never wanted him to be a big star, so we're just gonna keep him in the mix. Don't you get that vibe of like, yeah, he, he's a bigger star than they wanted him to be, and I feel like they've got to, I get that they do long-term storylines, but sometimes you gotta you gotta adapt and say, "This dude is over. He doesn't have to win the world title, but can we get a Wardlow Moxley program? Or like, who's the top heel right now? With CM Moxley? Punk, with CM Punk gone, Moxley. I mean, I, either you turn Moxley heel or Jericho. Like they could do Moxley Jericho or something, or they could elevate Malachi or Miro to be top heel. In fact, like I would in my booking thing, I haven't decided who's going to be going for Moxley in my booked dynamite but miro was up there on those guys i think miro someday would become world champ and i think he should be world champ one day because oh my god miro is so good i, I don't think miro. he will be but i think he deserves it i i would book miro wardlow tomorrow make that number one contender for the world title i know they're doing oh, this yeah, ba- i know definitely. they're doing this battle royal thing which is weird because like the only real star in it is the hangman i mean only, there's lots of stars the only like big name star in that that's like huge is the hangman yeah but i'm pretty certain i mean it happens tonight i'm sure sports out i'm pretty certain he's not gonna win so it's because like it's way too soon to do him and moxley and i get that but it's also like i get your putting him in the match to legitimize it but also like does he really need to get thrown out of a battle royal like yeah. it's like is that how you because right now you have moxley you have hangman Jericho, I guess, like that. Jericho, that, those, yeah. that that's all you've got out of your big names. Yeah, which is like they're doing well, but it's they either got to elevate Miro, elevate the House of Black, elevate Pac, like elevate someone because so many guys are in the like they're they're in card. they're in the Roman Reigns situation right now where they have a top guy but they have no one to contend to him. Well, no, they have people to contend. They just got to elevate people to contend with him. It's not. It's nowhere near as bad as Roman. They just got to. They just got to get Brock Lesnar. It's nowhere near as bad as the run range situation. I think the issue is there's an abundance of baby faces right now. And I think that 
having Mox go a bit more heelish or something. There's just well, because here's the thing: I don't consider Mox a face or a heel. I think he's, he's an. Im- I think he's a neutral. He's an in betweener when he like because yeah, he's a face technically. But he's with Yuta and Claudio who are faces, so it's right. like. But he's also pretty heelish at times. He's with Danielson, who's a heel. Who's a heel. So, like, he's in between her, so I think that opens it up to a lot more people. Because, yeah. like, you can have heels face him, and it be it would make sense. You could have faces face him, and it would make sense. Yeah. Also, they got to um, they gotta pull the trigger on splitting up Swerve and Argory. I like those guys as a team, but the moment Swerve from out of the Battle Royal, have, do Swerve and Keith Lee, have Keith Lee beat him the first time, then have Swerve cheat to beat him the second and third times. Elevate Swerve. Get him in the TNT title mix, the world title mix. Yeah. And I just wanted to... You guys know it's all about the boom, so I just wanted to... Every time, every time Adam Cole is at an event I'm at, I record this because it's just crazy how many people are involved with it. It's crazy. Every time I've I've been live for Adam Cole Bebe's I think yeah. six times now, yeah. and every single time I'm just like yeah. giddy like a little kid. It was funny because like Adam Cole, obviously Adam Cole has the entrance, you know, mm-hmm. like he has the best entrance out of everyone, maybe even Okada. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he came out and everyone lost runs. I was like, dude, I get that Joe has to come out, but how is any of these heroes going? And then the Hangman came out, and there were immediately huge pops and chance. I was like, okay, good. The Hangman looks okay. Then Okada came out. I was like, I know it's going to be Okada. Oh, fine. So I kind of birthed that. I was like, okay, now Jay White's screwed. And then he came out, and everyone started, at least by me, everyone started booing him. Like, they hated it. It was like, even though it calls a heel in the match, his entrance is a babyface entrance. Yeah. So it's like, people hate this. I was like, thank God. Because there's that one fear of, I'm cool, super over. Because, like, the entrance is amazing and he's awesome. Yeah. And then you have, like, Hangman's your top babyface. I. I say top babyface because he's the top pure babyface. Yeah. Because in my mind, Punk is a heel, and Mox is like a tweener, like you said. So, he's like your top babyface in AEW. Okada is your top babyface in all of wrestling right now. Yeah. So, like, he got an even bigger pop. And then, like, Jay, I was worried, like, are they going to be silent for Jay? Are they going to cheer Jay? But they booed him, and I was like... Yeah. Yeah. No, so, show was good. Dynamite was good. Like, there's some questionable things on Dynamite, as always, but... I'm loving Christian Cage. Oh my god! And the Luchasaurus presentation. I I wasn't a huge fan of the repackaging of Luchasaurus. I like it. I think it's scary. I thought that. I mean, it's not like scary. But, I, you know, well, like, like the repackaging as as I should be more specific. I don't like his new theme song. It's like yeah. kind of weird and kind of generic. But other than that, I think it's fine. That's fine. Christian Cage's promos these past couple weeks have yeah. been absolutely great, and I think it's good because my dad and I've been talking about this a lot. You can do the whole Jungle Boy beats Luchasaurus to get shot, Christian. Luchasaurus really beats up Jungle Boy going to match. Jungle Boy will still beat Christian. Yeah. I, I there's arguments like Christian could win the first one. No, Jungle Boy just beat Christian. Like, even if Luchasaurus softens him up. But you can make it more competitive by Luchasaurus softening him up. You know, if Christian beats Jungle Boy in the first match, I will be pissed. Yeah. But anyway, I how I would book it is Christian has no prayer against a Jungle Boy. This is like a 50-year-old man against a 25-year-old man. And Jungle Boy's at the top of his game. He's learned a bunch of tricks from Christian. Christian's smart, though. He uses Luchasaurus to soften him up. Jungle Boy just gets past the Luchasaurus. And then Christian's able to get heat off of the injuries that the Luchasaurus inflicts. 
Yeah. So I think you could have a good moment of like, this kind of solves the issue of what you do with Luchasaurus when the tag team's done. And I think kind of put them in Edgen, seeing Christian there made me think, kind of put them in an Edgen Christian situation. Listen, is Jungle Boy always going to be the bigger star? Yes. Is Jungle Boy, once he's a bit older, probably going to be the better worker and promo and all that? Yeah, sure. But that doesn't mean that you should do nothing with Luchasaurus. Yeah. You kind of have them in a situation of like, okay, Jungle Boy is world champ from the world title scene. And then, oh, our top tag team went down. Boom, Jurassic Express, they're going to get the tag belt again. Because Luchasaurus could like make good efforts to be like, I'm sorry, Jungle Boy, I was wrong. Like, we're brothers. I would never mean to betray yeah. you. Christian got in my head. Or you could do like, which you could do a fun bit of like Luchasaurus is TNT champ and Jungle Boy is world champ. Like, there's what now that they have two secondary singles titles, yeah. Not to say that Luchasaurus isn't good, like he's great, but he's never been pushed as a singles guy. But it's not that hard to believe that you could get a singles title on him because there's so many belts now. Yeah. Like, anyway, so this puts me at ease about the whole like, are they just gonna fire Luchasaurus now? This, yeah. I, I feel good for him that he's he's safe, his yeah. job. And I don't know why, but that made me think when we were at um what's it called? Forbidden Door, when during the Bucks match, there was a guy behind me who was yelling, I hate you, Nick. You've always been the Marty Gennetti. And <laughs> and that made me think like With well, Matt? Yeah. Like Matt is Shawn Michaels. Yeah, Matt is Shawn Michaels, Nick Smarty Gennetti. I mean that's <clears throat> Matt is pretty pretty epic. I think I like I like Nick with his like um Read him and mother effing wheat. Like, <laughs> and the Puka! and his uh, his macho man. He always yeah, macho. I, I think I think Nick's funny, but I think I think Matt's more of like a personality. He's a little more over the top. Nick is like the most underrated funny guy in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. you know, you know who doesn't get enough attention? Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish is hilarious. Yeah, I think Bobby Fish is so funny. Also, Kyle Riley. It's so wacky. Yeah. Yeah. All of them in that group are great. But I guess speaking on the elite. I mean they're all dead. They're all they're all dead. I mean it's just the Bucks again. Well, yeah, because I mean there's a chance Kenny might not even come back. Oh no, he'll be back. Well, I was listening yesterday to Steven Larson and uh I guess he did an interview on one of the, like the AW games thing or whatever. And he was saying, like, I have a lot of injuries. It's not as simple as, like, heal and come back. Yeah. Because, like, there's just so He'll much. He'll be back. The do. question is how long. Yeah. No, I have faith that can't be back. It'll just be a while. But I, um, I just think it's funny because there's, I mean, not funny. It's kind of sad. But, like, I said this when they signed Bobby Fish. Why I was against, I mean, this was before I'm cool and Kyle came in. But I was like, Fish is great, but he's never a good worker. He, you already plenty of good workers. He's so injury prone. He's older. It's not like you're going to elevate him to the top. It's just, it felt like unnecessary. Kind of works out with the group, but it's like, of course he got injured. Kyle happens to get injured. Adam Cole is like always working with injuries. And then like, Kenny's out. I mean, I know that the original plan was for February. That was obviously way too expedited. I'm hoping that he feels comfortable to come back by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I think that that would be, because the dude hasn't been even out, even been out a year yet. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything to worry about, because he was working with more injuries than like it was insane. So I think that he should at least take a year off. I would not be worried till we turn the 18-month standpoint on his injury. Yeah. But I'd like to see him back by the end of the year. But I also like, do we need the Atlantic title and the trios belts? Because they've made it very clear when Kenny comes back, there's trios belts. Um, so Here's the thing, though. What I am confused about for the Atlantic title is... K 
Can only are, foreigners? Can only foreigners be like? Yeah. Or like, I get like maybe not even foreigners because you'd be like, oh, I'm an American and I'm fighting a, a you know Malachi Black, a Dutch person. Like, if you make it like Dutch about person, now, Dutch air person. quotes, uh, yeah. So if you're making that whole gimmick of like this title is for you, like you know, fi- foreigners fighting, it's like a World War title or whatever, like. I don't understand that. Because, like, I get if it's, like, a U.S. championship or, like, an intercontinental championship. But the whole idea of the tournament was, like, these people from these different nations are fighting. For yeah. They should just call it, like, the international title. I don't I don't get why they just didn't call it intercontinental title because that's not, like, a WWE title. Well, no, I would just call it, like, the international title. Or, like, do you know what's going to end up being with Pac as champion? It will probably be a lot of short reigns with really high match quality. Yeah. Not like super short reigns. I love Puck. It's just they haven't consistently pushed him in so long, if ever, because he kind of beat Kenny and Hangman. Then they beat him back, and then we've never really seen anything from him. Yeah. And I love the guy, but like, so I just feel like it's just gonna be really good matches, probably slightly shorter reigns, which is like fun, but like, I don't, I don't know. I think they should have done the Trios titles first. And yeah. Maybe floated the idea about the All Atlantic title. Yeah. It's way like I, I don't get why like eh. like more titles is nice i guess if you want to give more people a spotlight but it also devalues the belts it also be devalued we went from like that world title was the most valuable it's still the most valuable title in wrestling but like when you had jericho moxley kenny page that was like i don't want to say it's anyone's mount rushmore but that's like Four impressive dudes, you know? And then you had Punkin. It's like, okay. Like, I don't like Punk nowadays. I don't think he's all that great in the ring anymore. But he's a great talker. He's a big name. Okay. Then he got hurt. And it was like, okay, we'll put the interim on Mox. So that title's still doing great. Like, I don't love the interim on Mox. I don't like that Punk got hurt. I don't think he's ring ring. But when it comes to sheerly star power, that is five dudes that big stars and it's also cool because like jericho was a star from wwe mox was a star because he left wwe kenny was a star from new japan hangman was a star made in AEW. so right. it, it's like a nice thing punk was a big star because I, he was gone i don't know if I would consider jericho famous because of wwe i think a lot of his fame is is because of wwe but i think just what he did in wcw and in japan He's kind yeah. of elevated. Him. He's kind of an international star. I wouldn't say he's a like. I guess he's a WWE guy, but I wouldn't consider him exclusively. WWE no, that's fair. Yeah, because he's just done so much everywhere. Yeah. No, but I just like, and the TNT title has been held by all good dudes. It's just like, I get that they wanted to have Sammy tie Cody for number of reigns, but I would have just had Scorpio beat Sammy, and then we just never go back to it. Yeah. Because imagine if Scorpio now had that title for 100 days. He's undefeated for 450 days now in singles. People would buy that he has a shot against Wardlow. Yeah. Now it comes in, and I, there's one of two options. Either they put on Wardlow, or they decide that Wardlow is too big of a star for the title, which is a stupid thing to do to your title, by the way. And then right. they screw him out of it, which is a stupid thing to do to Wardlow. Because now your title means nothing, and Wardlow means nothing. Yeah. So, anyway. So I think Wardlow wins it, which, by the way, I don't know who would take that title off him. Maybe Miro, if they Maybe. want him to have the championship again, which I wouldn't be too mad about. They, yeah, they've done this issue of Miro where, or of Wardlow where it's like, kind of Miro too, where it's like, 
he's almost become too too big of a star than they want. They're like, we only want certain people to be stars. Yeah. Just whatever. Alright. Anything else? Um, oh, I also wanted to talk about that fight. I don't know if you saw the fight in the crowd. I saw some dude try to jump. Didn't he jump the ring or something? No, there was a guy in the crowd that was, like, causing trouble with someone. And there he was, like, swinging at the security guards and they had to drag him out. Hmm. And people were, like, they were, like, it was in the middle of the main event with uh, uh, Tana and Mox. And people were, like, oh, oh, my God. And I was, like, I was just imagining people at home watching, like, they're, they they were doing like a headlock and everyone was like, oh my god! <laughs> I'm just imagining the people at home just be like, it's a headlock, relax. I would, I would totally do as a prank though, like get the crowd super into a headlock. Yeah. Like, oh! Or it would be really funny if someone got like a light into one of their seats and like shined a spotlight at part of the crowd. So the crowd bit on like someone coming to, through, the, through the ring and then it was just nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway. Alright. It was okay. It was an okay show. Dynamite was fine. I'd say it was good. I it was good. Dynamite was good. Um I it's... hope AW continues to be good because I'm 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 this close to like one or two more bad cases of bad booking and I, I think I'm done with wrestling for a little bit. Ezekiel and the hangman are my favorite things in wrestling. I don't know what that tells Honestly, you. About me. Surprisingly Ezekiel is awesome. I'm a, a Zeke freak. I'm Zeke Freak. Yeah. The whole false advertising of the match with Owens. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I want him to be Elrod in a bald cap so badly. I want him to be, yeah. All right. Who wants to trod with Elrod? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, I think that's it. All right. Cool. Thank you for listening.